Smashing 50, the health, fitness, and personal development podcast for middle-aged men. Mike here from Smashing 50 with another men's health podcast. And today I'm with my regular guest, Anthony Bailey from abfitness.training. And Anthony is a personal trainer and nutritionist. And you can find out more about Anthony and his services, including his bespoke remote training packages on his website. That's abfitness.training. And this week we're going to be switching it up a little bit as usually we've been quite focused on talking about weight loss. But today we're going to switch that round and we're going to talk a bit, little bit about bulking up. So that's how skinny guys like me can bulk up and put on some muscle. So hi, Anthony. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thanks. Good. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thanks. So we'll jump straight into it. Uh, so the first question is, can weight training help people like me uh, or skinny guys bulk up? In a nutshell, absolutely. It's the best way to do it. Um, Apart from just eating lots and putting on loads of weight, um, weight training is going to strengthen your muscles and and put on healthy weight as opposed to fat. So, yeah. In a nutshell, yes, weight training can help you bulk up. And so in that case, what exercises are going to be the best? Okay, so this is is a big question. And... It also depends on what your level is, whether you've done some weight training before or whether you're completely new to it or whether you're an expert in the past and you just haven't done it for a few years. Uh, Normally, especially to begin with, the best exercises to do are compound exercises. Uh, So compound exercises mean that you use multiple muscles in the same movement. So, for example, a bench press is when you use your chest muscles and you use your triceps at the same time. Um, the, the opposite or the, is uh, called isolation exercises, and that's where you isolate a single muscle to, to um, put the resistance on. So, for example, a bicep curl is an example of uh, isolation exercise because it isolates just the bicep, and that's, that's all it works. But... To begin with, it's much better to use compound exercises. So things like bench press, um, rows, uh, lat pull downs, um, squats and lunges with weights added. And then once once you start getting a bit more advanced, you can start doing more dynamic compound exercises like the Olympic lifts. Uh, so you've got things like clean and jerk, snatches, cleans, um, and these engage even more muscles so whereas a bench press is just your chest and arms something like a clean and jerk it pretty much does everything it does your legs does your lower back does your chest and arms it does your shoulders so you can really get loads of muscle activation just in one movement but you just need to be careful because they can um you can do damage to your back basically if you're not supervised properly if you don't know what you're doing and so, well, talking about supervision and things, like, um, should I lift very heavy weights to begin with, or how how should I, you know, because to bulk up, I, I, you know, you you often read about the best way to do it is to lift really heavy weights. Is it is that the best way to start? Yeah, no, you should always start light because there's much more risk of injury with heavy weights. In a nutshell, um, the principle of getting stronger is you progressively increase the weight. Uh, as you get stronger and then you increase it, increase it. Um, so you do want to end up on much heavier weights, but you've got to do it gradually, especially, you know, we're not, not spring chickens at 20 years old anymore. So um, 
once we start getting older, our bodies don't react in the same way and we need to be a lot more careful. Mm -hmm. So, um, you just, you've got to be really careful with heavy weights. You want to, you, you know, you want to get towards them later on, but you should give it certainly a few more months before you start going for the heavy weights and always try and get some supervision, especially if you're new to it. Good advice. And so are there any guidelines as to how much weight someone like me could put on in a certain amount of time? Yeah, so there is, uh, a, a, the general guideline is you can put on about one kilo of muscle in two months. So that's, it's, it's not a huge amount if you consider that you can burn a lot more fat in, in two months than two, one kilo, yeah. um, almost double or triple that. So yeah, it, it, it's, it's less than you think. You have to work pretty hard to put on dense muscle and especially as we get older because um, our musculature decreases as we get older. So we need to work even harder just to either to maintain and certainly to increase it. That's that's not good news for me because <laughs> I, I, I've always struggled. You know, in, in my 20s, I tried to put on weight and, and, you know, failed. In my 30s, I tried to put on weight, failed. And um, now I'm desperate to do it. I've still got my little teenage boy body in my 40s and I'm des <laughs> desperate to kind of bulk up and put some weight on and, you know, have a... a more, well, not just for for the the kind of uh, visual aspect of it, but more for the for the strength aspect of it, really. Because you know, you, when you start getting problems with with lower back, like I have, you know, it's that get getting some strength and and be, becoming stronger. That I think at this age is quite important. And um, what about though the, the people who are skinny fat? You know, it's, it's quite a new kind of buzzword that, that's going around but it's it, it, it is a thing isn't it skinny fat and you know guys who are really skinny but with the beer belly um should they be looking to gain weight first or lose weight first or any ideas it's, about that yeah it's a really good question and it's 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 tricky one to answer so skinny fat is where you you don't look like you're fat but you do have a relatively high fat level in your body composition, um, it, it tend, actually tends to happen more to women. But so to, to answer your question, you need to basically you do need to you need to eat. So when you're bulking up, and that that includes including your strength, improving your strength, you've got to eat, and you've got to eat. You've got to basically have a surplus of calories, which is the opposite of what what you want to do if you're trying to lose fat. Mm -hmm. um, so you need to increase the amount you're eating and you yeah. need to increase the amount you're training. Mm -hmm. So that, that's it in, in a nutshell. You can't, can't get away from it. And you, and you can't do one without the other, I, I suppose, either. You have to, you have to have both because I suppose if you're just overeating and not working out, then you are just going to put weight on and as fat. Exactly. You said it. If, yeah. you, if, you, if you have a calorie surplus without doing any more exercise, you're just going to put weight on. It's going to turn to fat. If you do the exercise, do your weights, do your training, that fat, it won't turn to fat or turn to muscle. And you may even burn some fat off at the same time. It is possible to put on muscle and to uh, burn fat at the same time. Um, but generally, when you're bulking up and trying to put on strength, you need to be in a calorie surplus just mm -hmm. to feed the muscles because the whole process of building the muscles up it needs fuel it's very simple and you, you know if you don't have the extra calories you won't put 
the, the, the muscles won't grow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just seems like it is a slightly more complex process than, than losing weight. I mean, l- losing weight it seems to be you need to be in a calorie deficit that we've spoken about previously. That's you right. Need to, That's you, need, right. you need to keep doing the exercises to keep losing the weight. Whereas it seems to be a little bit more complicated to to gain the weight. Um, so I I love running and I'm really into cardio and um, so people who are into cycling, swimming, running, but they still want to bulk up. Is that just a case of more calories or? Uh, yes, it is. Um, when you're trying to bulk up and trying to do lots of cardio at the same time, it's, it's actually really difficult because you're you're pulling your body in two different directions. Because when you're doing running or cycling or, or stuff which you support your whole body with, um, it burns a lot of calories to begin with. So mm-hmm. it's harder to be in a surplus. But also your body is it's trying to get rid of weight because that will make you more efficient. So, you, you know, you don't see any, you know, pro cyclists, pro runners, they're lean, they've got no body fat, they're, they're, even their muscles. They might be strong and dense, but they haven't got huge muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really hard to put on you know significant muscle what if you're running and cycling and doing lots of cardio um mm-hmm. it's you can still do it though you can you you need it's, it's really important to keep your cardio up yeah but if you're if you're going into if you're really hitting the weights hard or, or even not even particularly hard you're just doing a few sessions a week what you can do is add in a an interval training session which will help maintain your cardiovascular fitness so mm-hmm. that means an interval training session is where you you essentially sprint. So let's say it's running, you sprint for 30 seconds or you sprint for, for just 10 seconds and then you stop for a minute and then you sprint for 10 seconds again or 20, whatever. And you, you repeat, you rinse and repeat, you do that 10 times and it gets your, your body, your, your heart rate into the red zone. So when it's kind of maxed out and then you stop. Um, and that, that way you can maintain a, bit, a, a good level of cardio without, do, without putting on doing the you know endless miles and hours on, on the, the bike and run that's a re- that's a really good idea actually i'd never thought of that before yeah because uh, i i like to go for um you know maybe six seven k runs once or twice a week and of course when, when you're putting that distance in in and you're not adding in the the extra calories you, you're going to lose even more weight so uh yeah good idea to just perhaps do keep it short and do some little sprints and what, what did you call them interval sessions yeah? yeah it's called it's called interval training and you can you know half an hour you can do yourself some pretty serious mischief with the <laughs> intent it's, it's all about intensity i mean if you think about sprinting yeah no one in the world can really sprint 100 percent for more than 10 seconds even the top pros you know professional sprinters they actually slow down in the last few seconds of a 10 second sprint that's that's how intense it is, and it's that level of intensity that you want to try and try to achieve when you're doing interval sets, uh, interval training. Mm-hmm. And you can do it on a bike, you know, stationary bike if you have, or, or out on the road. Just you know, put the pedal to the leather for, you know, 20 seconds, a minute, or whatever. You can do it on a rowing machine. Really get your heart rate so you you, you know you're bursting. You can't do any more, and then just ease off for a minute, give yourself a little rest, and then rinse and repeat and do it again. As always, as we like to say, if you are doing this for the first time, uh, make sure you go and see a doctor before you uh, take Anthony's advice and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and and go ripping it up. 
That's uh, right. And give give yourself a heart attack. So make make sure that you're not just going from zero to absolute mayhem. Um, start slowly and work your way up, and always yeah. see your doctor beforehand. To make, make sure you get your um, your blood pressure particularly taken. Absolutely. If it's too high, you've got to, if it's above 130 or anything above that, you should really take some advice on whether you should be training or not. Mm-hmm. And so we talked a little bit about food there and nutrition. And so, like, getting your calories up, what, what kind of things should you be eating if you're really looking to bulk up? So you need to in- increase your overall calories. Protein is a big thing, but just, just taking it a step back, um, you have what's called a base m- metabolic rate, BMR. And that's what you need just in order to survive without moving. So let's say you're just lying in bed for 24 hours. Your BMR is, is your calorie consumption from just doing nothing. I'll take an example of myself. Mine is six, 1,622 is my BMR. So I need that ca- those calories just to survive without even moving. So when you then add you know, daily exercise or what you just do on a day-to-day basis and your training, uh, mine goes up to more like 3,000. Yeah. Um, so you need, just moving around, you know, getting up, going to the shop, even even sitting at a, and typing at a keyboard, it, it all takes energy. Your brain takes energy, your muscles takes energy. And um, you need to be in a surplus of calories in order to bulk up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you, you really need to work out what your BMR is, and it's quite easy to do. Um, you, there are online calculators for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you type, type in body um, base metabolic rate or BMR. There'll be a calculator and it's based on your age, height, weight, and normally at, sometimes activity level. And then on top of that, you've really got to increase your protein. Mm-hmm. Protein is what feeds your muscles. Um, so that means eating things like chicken breast, eggs. Protein shakes are good as well, as long as they don't have too much sugar or other crap in them. Um, nuts, fish, all the good stuff like that. You need to increase the amount you're eating. But I, also, if you're vegetarian or vegan, you can get a lot from pulses and nuts and seeds. Yeah, because I was actually watching a, a documentary not too long ago um, where I think the current world's strongest man is a guy, a German guy, and, and he's vegan. That's right, was, yeah. Yeah, which was uh, news to me. Um, and so... It, are there particular diets that are useful? I mean, there are things like keto diets these days, or I don't know what the, the, the correct terminologies are, but caveman diets and all, all, all kinds of things, um, or, or, you know, heavy on carbs, or should it just be a, a, a nice balanced diet? The last one. There are lots of fad diets. Keto, you've mentioned caveman, warrior, Atkins, all kinds of different ones. Um, and they all have their benefits, but they're also generally quite hard to maintain. And the best diet is the one that you can maintain with the least effort. So, like you said, a balanced diet with lots of vegetables and fruit, more on the vegetables, lots of fiber, lots of protein, and some good um, healthy carbohydrates. So, mm-hmm. you know, staying away from stuff like fried chips and all the stuff that I unfortunately put <laughs> yeah, getting getting closer to things like sweet potato. I mean, potatoes themselves are actually pretty healthy, but boiled as opposed to fried, it's better. 
and yeah just just making sure you've got a good balance but if you're trying to bulk up you really want to increase your protein in- intake mm-hmm. and there are online calculators which give you an idea of what of your how much protein you can have so it's normally by how many grams per day and for somebody like me who's uh, i'm quite small and i get full quite easily so should i really be trying to um, is there a best time of the day to try and you know to try and eat and pile on on, on some or should I eat just more often getting some protein shakes in between meals and things like that yeah so I mean it's all to do that there was this principle that if you ate six small meals a day it was, it was the best way but it's kind of been debunked now all, all that's important is what your calorie intake or your protein intake within a 24-hour period so within one day mm-hmm. I mean you know you you can have it all in one one big meal if you can manage to stomach it. You can have it in ten different little meals. Mm-hmm. Um, the most important thing is it working for you. Like you know, some people fast and they get so they have an eating window where they eat only eat for eight hours a day and the rest is a fast. Some people, you know, they'll just snack all day long, but they're careful about it. Um, and it's it's normally whatever works for you. So there are lots of different ways. Uh, and if and if I'm spending all day trying to shovel food into my mouth, um, is it? Would you recommend that I eat more before a session or after a session, during a session? <laughs> <laughs> um, always after. If you always. eat too much before, you're not going to be able to work out properly. It's going to sit in your stomach, yeah. and you know it, you won't feel great when doing your workout. You really want to stop eating. And a minimum of an hour before a workout, ideally two. So that means if you're working out in the morning, you either have to get up very early or just don't eat before it. Or or have something, you know, if you want to really want to have something light, half a banana, a little piece of toast, but no, nothing too nothing too complex. And so if I'm, we're talking about eating lots and bulking up, but I think a lot of people might get worried about um bulking up but just getting fat you know how how do we avoid getting fat if i think we touched on this slightly before but um how how do you bulk up without getting fat it's a general principle that when you are bulking up you will you will put on a little bit of extra fat as well just because your you need your body needs that resource in order to build the muscle um so there's a, a principle that when you're bulking up you're going to get bigger and less lean and then you kind of de-shred you shred yourself so so you build up the muscle and you look less lean and then once you've got the bulk you then shred it off so you you burn the fat around it and you maintain the muscles but you don't actually increase the muscle size you just um so it's actually it's quite difficult to bulk up without putting on a little bit of fat Mm-hmm. But as long as you're, you know, you're doing your workouts and you're not just doing eating the extra calories, you, it, you should be fine. Perfect. Well, I think that pretty much answers all of the questions that I had about bulking up. And uh, unless you've got anything further to add, yeah, there was just a little bit about um, a lot of people ask about body weight exercising. Ah, uh, yeah. Can I bulk up with just body weight training? Mm-hmm. Um, and the answer is yes. It's definitely possible. Um, oh. There are lots of examples of athletes who are big, like I'm talking, you know, big, huge, strong muscles from just bodyweight exercises. For example, Mike Tyson, he didn't do weights for most of his boxing career. He just really? did, 
But yeah, all body weight, just press ups. Animal. He's a beast. I mean, you look at him, and he's he's like a he's like a bull. He's he's huge, stacked, and he he just did body weight, but lots and lots of it. I mean, there are you know Mike Mike Tyson. There are genetics involved. He's not a normal human being. He's he's you know he's he's an elite of elite elite. So not everyone can expect to get Mike Tyson's physique with just body weight exercises. But you know, if you look at um, professional gymnasts. They're, you know, they're huge and they just normally don't do weights. They just do body weight exercises. Uh-huh. The, the thing is, is that for most people, um, it's quite tricky to get the amount of resistance you need to stimulate significant muscle growth from just resistance exercise. So you're, you're getting into calisthenics and you need to get to really get the, the loading you need on your muscles. You've got to do quite advanced calisthenic exercises like muscle ups which is a kind of a type of pull up um, mm-hmm. dips pistol squats which is where you basically do a squat but just on one leg um, handstands and you normally need uh, rings or a bar to to you know throw yourself around on um, but it is possible and you see a lot of people who just use body weight and they're stacked massive and ripped but generally for most people weights are, are a good way to do it so you'd say just going with the body weight training is going to take you a lot longer. Um, it's a lot more complicated, basically. Yeah, it's more technical. Yeah. Um, it's actually a very good way to begin with. Body weight training is really good. If you haven't done much before, it's really good to start off with because it, you know, you get some really good muscular control, which a lot of it's is really important to begin with. And um, you don't need much equipment for it. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a really good way to start off and then graduate to heavier weights. And then you turn into Mike Tyson. And then you turn into Mike Tyson, exactly. Brilliant. Okay. Well, thanks very much, Anthony, for uh, your insight there on how to bulk up for us skinny guys. I'm sure I'll speak to you again pretty soon. Smashing 50, the health, fitness, and personal development podcast for middle-aged men.